0: Hello, my name is Eric Kulick and I've been cross-dressing to religious meeting houses of all sorts while standing for the marginalized and underrepresented and advocating for critical thought. I started cross-dressing to services on MLK Weekend 2013 because of some death threats received by Mormon women who had started an event called Wear Pants to Church Day the month before. As a result of my cross dress visits... I was assaulted by Mormons and banned from all LDS church property, and was excommunicated from the church while sitting in jail for trespassing and interfering with police charges, which were dropped by the DA after I released the audio recording that I made before getting assaulted and arrested. A googling of cross-dressing Mormon will produce the audio from that day. My Mormon wife abducted the kids as a result of this excommunication experience, and her Mormon lawyer helped her by telling her she was free to leave even though the judge had already reopened the case to set aside the divorce. I'm currently embroiled in a legal battle for custody of the children as a result. I've decided to release the audio from all my visits to religious communities one by one in order to expose these common practices by the church and its members and to share my other experiences as I continue to do traveling ministerial work from one religious community to the next. Fortunately, most of the religious communities I've visited have been rather nice, so hopefully these visits will produce positive results as I continue to advocate for critical thought regarding all forms of dogma, especially political. I have set up a donation button at http colon forward slash forward slash e m Michael k u l i c k dot wordpress dot com forward slash about and would greatly appreciate any support as I continue to cross-dress the churches and advocate for equal treatment of all under the law. The following is my first visit with the United Methodist community. This particular community is the one that was involved in founding Willamette University, the same university where I am currently attending law school. The things that stand out most about this community are their passion for social justice, the multitude of musical instruments played at various points in the service, and the proclivity to applaud after arousing performances and speeches. Although there have been a handful of other congregations that I have discovered since this service that applaud in church as well, this Methodist community was the first that I had ever seen do that. In addition to traditional hymns sung with organ accompaniment, there was also a contemporary rock band, a pianist, and a bells choir. The service began with musical numbers, a recitation of spiritual affirmations, an invocation, and a reading from chapter 42 in the book of Isaiah. Some young men, one of them a brand new graduate from Willamette University and the other graduating from Sprague High School soon after this recording, then shared stories about who they had discovered God wants them to be. Following the speeches, there was more music and a moment of silence for personal prayer and reflection, in addition to a blessing and a recitation of the Lord's Prayer. Next, there was a reading from Chapter 4 of the Epistle of James and the confirmation of some of the local youth. A few more musical numbers were played and offering plates were passed before a youth pastor who was moving on to another area was publicly thanked and prayed over. Finally, there was a closing hymn and benediction. After the service, I spoke with Dan, a member of the congregation, about Crossroads Church and my experiences growing up Mormon in New York. I also got into my issues with belief as the driving motivation in the majority of religious communities instead of focusing more on the quality of the wisdom found in the doctrines. He reassured me that the Methodist community encourages debate and values disagreement. agreement. I enjoy the energy in this chapel and wide array of musical stylings in addition to the educational bent that has the potential to produce the kinds of conversations necessary to begin seeing more responsible voting. I hope to forge alliances with the people in Methodist communities if they really are as into social justice as they seem. Good. Are you
1: coming
0: to church? Yes, I am. Okay,
1: do you know it's upstairs?
0: Uh, Okay, I'll head right up there then. Okay, thank you.
1: I'm
2: smaller than I was that time. I had a mustache, and I was 120 pounds. Um, freshman in high school, and up to this point in my life, I thought I was going to be a doctor. Uh, I, this weekend, uh, we, the youth and I had a retreat, and we talked about spiritual gifts. Uh, one of my spiritual gifts is mercy, and I thought I was going to do doctors without borders, become a doctor, you know, care for people and that way. But after my first couple of science and math classes that got harder, I realized that maybe my spiritual gifts my gifts weren't in the hard sciences. Um, so I was 14 years old, and I uh, friend of mine came to school and he said that one of his uh, his mother worked at a, at a cannery. And he said that immigration services had come and taken his mother and she was being detained. And this had happened, there was immigration raid. I'm from Astoria a you know, small coastal community. And this, this kind of shook the community up. And this to me, looked, uh, sounded to me like an injustice. So uh, I spearheaded an effort, along with several other students, to begin Astoria's first ever immigration uh, protest. And I contacted the media, I was on the news, I was 14 years old, giving a TV interview looking back, I feel like, wow, I was 14 years old, I was a freshman, I didn't, didn't, didn't really know what I was doing, but uh, the day before the protest, I remember looking in the mirror and praying and, and asking God, like, if this is the right thing to do, and asking him for courage, because I knew a lot of things could go wrong during that protest. I know it could be, you know, turn violent or maybe no one would show up, and I look like a fool, but I was very, I was humbled, and back then, I feel like when you're younger, sometimes it's easier to, to have a stronger faith, and, I, and every time I have something, that was crying in my life, I to God and I would say, please give me the strength to get through this. Please, uh, please let me know this is the right thing, the right thing uh, to do. And it went off without a hitch attended by over 100 people, Awesome media coverage, it was great Uh, and after this moment in my life, I realized that I I was probably being called to public service and uh, this is still what I believe today and I still keep my heart open in all of my actions uh, to see if what I am doing really is congruent with God's will. So uh, I encourage everyone say a prayer before you begin uh, a big project or make a big life decision, because I think like too often it's easy to, uh, in our big life decisions to get caught up with the details, like how much it costs, or a timeline, or, or who's going to be involved, and we forget, to, we forget to include God. So I encourage everyone, it only takes 30 seconds uh, to say a prayer before you do something big. And, uh, so who has God calling you to be? I bet it's changed over the years, uh, our call has changed over the years, uh, but why don't we ask
3: Thank yeah. That's
4: In the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows
1: and builds itself up in love, and up, each part does its work. Here is God's word to us. It's my privilege um, this morning to introduce to you those young people who are
5: going to be confirmed that I'd like you to stay up here at the top of the steps and form a line
1: and face the congregation tomorrow. Um, It has been uh, our privilege to work with these young folks over the last several months, um, taking them through classes, talking to them about faith, talking to them about their baptisms, and now what it means to confirm their baptisms, and for them also to become members of the church. And So we're just delighted and honored. Um, This is a great group of young people, so let's begin by giving them a hand. Johnston and Kristen Bond, who's not been confirmed, but she's been critical in this whole role. What I'm going to do is, um, we've talked together with them about the vows that they make today, and I'm going to first of all ask them um, the questions that we're going to ask, and then I'm going to invite the mentors and their family to come join us up front. I'll ask them the questions individually, um, I mean, together as a group, but then we will confirm them individually and invite the um, family members to come be with them. I want to start by saying, how many of you folks, you already told me, but tell them, how many of you remember your baptism? They were baptized because of the faith of their parents. And their parents promised that they would raise them in the life and ministry of the church and seek to set the example that would help them come to faith. And my guess is at their baptism, then the congregation stood and said, and we will support these parents and this young person to help them grow in faith, believing that someday um, they will confirm their faith and their baptisms as their own. And so that's what we have the opportunity and privilege to do today. Now I'm going to ask you folks to turn and face me. And here are the questions. God our Creator, in Jesus Christ our Savior, and in the Holy Spirit? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to turn away from sin and to resist evil, injustice, and oppression? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him in union with the Church that He is open to all people? you desire to confirm your baptism. I think we'll do is, um, I'm going to have the family, actually people are not going to be able to see, will they? So, let's have, maybe we'll just move that direction, because we want to be able to see up this aisle, right? I think we're going to have to... they that your baptism in the name of God, the Creator, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Savior, and the Holy Spirit. Will God pour out your spirit upon Jenna. continue to guide her, strengthen her, teach her, empower her to be the person you've created. continue with our worship to take the opportunity both to thank him today and to pray with him as he goes forth. So, um, Ray, what I wanted you to tell people what you're doing, uh, what, what happens, what's the next step here? Well, uh, you know, like I said, I just graduated Willamette. I'm going to continue my studies at the University of Michigan at the,
2: the Ford School of Public Policy. I plan to study either education policy or criminal justice policy. And hopefully, you know, the end goal within eight to ten years is to come back to my home state of Oregon and uh, run for public office. So, uh, We'll see.
1: Thank you.
0: South Salem High School, from Long Island, though, I grew up out there, I think. A branch uh, out here. Law school, um, specifically the Salem, school. yeah.
1: The service yeah, no, is really over, but people like to listen to
0: it, so they so you, listen. To it. I like the diversity of music that you guys got here. I've been going to a lot of different churches, actually. Okay. Uh, I started this thing called Cross-Dressed Church Day in response to some women who received death threats over an event that they, women that received the, at an event that called Wear Pants to Church Day, and they received the death threats over this and like really negative, like this Mormon woman. And I grew up Mormon, from a Catholic born again. Mormon mother and a Jewish Mormon that, I don't know, really kind of yeah. Yeah. I was like the only Mormon I knew pretty much, I mean the only one in high school of like the, the second biggest school district in Suffolk County, Long Island, which is I mean, granted that's the less populous county on Long Island at least uh, I don't know, anyway, it's it's been kind of I, I, I kind of like did that kind of in response and just as a result going to all different churches I started kind of wanting to start reaching out and seeing all different communities and Because I I grew up LDS and just didn't, like, I don't know, like, I, I at some point kind of came to the conclusion that a lot of the things were not likely the way that they had explained them to me. And as a result of that, I kind of started kind of unpacking my own, like, what I felt I needed to proclaim to myself that I knew or didn't know or believe or didn't believe. And I found, like... I don't know. I kind of left the whole religion thing, but as I came back to it, that I still value the, a lot of things about religions, like community and seeking out wisdom and things like that, and encouraging each other to do good things. That's great. I mean, that's. But for me, like I, I start getting hung up on things like, like belief, for instance. Like, like is, is, is it, when 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 someone believes in deity, I, I see how that it often can provide someone because of you know maybe motivations of. Eternal po- possibilities, or whatever. Uh, to there's the, 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 something kind of more, and that's, that's everyone hopes. I mean, I I've got people I'd love to see again, and I'd love to one day after I'm done with this have something else to do. I mean, I I can't really fathom not existing anymore. But for me, like whether or not someone believes something, that doesn't necessarily make them a, a good or bad person. I mean, even even Paul talks about like like the the, the devils believe, but I mean. It, it's not even about. If it for me, work is okay. Yes, you can you you can you can teach someone to, to do something in re, the repetition, habit, whatever. Just, but I think a lot of it is is just with anything. Like when it comes to politics, religion. I myself, one of the biggest things has also kind of driven me to kind of get out there and just do this regularly and kind of use this as a as a kind of means to not only get out and get in contact with my community and other ones. As a guy, I was mean, like, I may have taken walks from uh, Portland to Kaiser and then from South Salem to Eugene, just in like during April, like, I mean I'm trying to do things, that I mean I'm trying to do things that like, that I saw, I saw Jesus I do things, or at least I've just told these things by Paul or whatever, I mean and Yesterday we, we did a
1: service game. we do those, um Oh, cool. okay. We terrific. Yeah. And we've got families that are homeless
5: spending the week here at our
1: facility
0: this week. So we're, we're no, right it's good. great. No, I mean for me it's, it's about it's about finding communities that are willing to I mean, I've this is something that I, I guess I realize having grown up, I mean, you grow up one religion regardless of what it is. You kind of it's it's easy just to kind of see the world in like kind of like one one lens, you know what I mean? And for me getting out there really has been one of the greatest call it a blessing, whatever. It, it's, it's something that, the benefit that I've gotten from the experience, and, and, and I'm glad for it. I, you know, whether or not God did it or not, I, I, to me, I've come to see blessings as curses by omission to others, or curses blessings by omission to others. I, I, you know what I mean? I, 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 I tend to identify more with if there is deity out there and, and interacting with, with like more like the clockmaker deist thing to me. That makes more sense, but I don't know. I mean, if there is I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight it, if it. It's a long conversation. Well, I know it is, but it's, it's, I think it's an important one to have, and that's not to try to just derail and have to take your time. I think. I mean, I, for me, I, I, I think it's important to see that, that there are people who still provide great benefit to congregations, whether or not they actually believe any of the things, really, like in the sense of literally being true or not. Like, cause I could read, I could read Dr. Seuss and, and, and extrapolate really wonderful core. Principles that are that mean, are also found understand. in the, in the, we, the,
1: in we, the uh, Bible. But I've been to Hawaii, oh, that's fun. Oh, you mean like you? you as as Methodists, we believe
5: I
0: that there's a lot that we disagree oh, on. Oh, the, 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 the re, that, that, that Oh, okay. So it's a lot more. That's great. I mean, I think for me, like, that's a hang that that I can see kind of why people want to have that kind of like total like to do. Obedience, it, it makes life easier in the sense of, if you do a I mean, most of the things out there that religions teach you to do or not do, not killing, stealing, you know, those, those are, to be a moral being, your, your life is generally going to be a, a, a more a happier, better functioning life. That's a, that's a reality, you know. But I mean, I think that's the thing is that people get lost in wanting to have too much of a, I mean, you look at the loss of liberty that we're having with, with NDAA and, and, and the Patriot Act and like drone usage. I mean, that kind of stuff is something that Democrats and Republicans are both doing. And so for me, it's about trying to get people to think outside the box wherever they are, whether in church or in the political sphere. And and that's, and the great thing is, is you can have that kind of cake you need to do in the sense of, you can still partake in the wisdom and be a part of the community, hopefully. Most, I mean, so i found places that don't. I mean, and this is. I have to talk to you. I, I, yeah, I appreciate your time. I'm, I'm, what was your name I'm again?
5: Dan. Dan, I'm Eric. It was, it was a pleasure meeting What do I? What do
0: I do with this? Uh, I, they'll, they'll take Oh, right All right, over here. Excellent. Right Excellent. Thank, you. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> Proceeding was a recording of one of my experiences while cross dressing to religious meeting houses. If you like what you heard, feel free to give whatever you can at http colon forward slash forward slash e michael K-U-L-I-C-K dot, WordPress dot com forward slash about. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you at church.